uh, you ever see Wedding Crashers where uh, uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, they crash weddings? Well, I am trying. Uh, Jen's looking for the address. I'm thinking about crashing some New York City fundraisers this week. Are you with me? I'm thinking about crashing some New York City fundraisers with Mr. Electable Joe Biden uh, drinking champagne and eating caviar with the who's who of Wall Street with Kamala Harris, Miss For the People. She's hanging out with the who's who of Wall Street. You got Mayor, America's new mayor, Pete Buttigieg. He's hanging out with private equity. Everybody's coming to, to Manhattan this week because they're all progressive in their speeches, but like the usual suspects, they're basically servants at night where they're trying to cash those checks from Wall Street. So all these, you know, all these people that are talking about how Trump is, Trump is the Antichrist and Trump is against our values. Oh boy, are they coming to Wall Street? They are coming and they are coming fast. With millions of dollars on the line, top New York donors are already beginning to pick favorites and three candidates are generating most of the buzz. Former Vice President Joseph Biden, Senator Kamala Harris, and Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana. It is, at first blush, an unusual grouping, considering that the mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, who has pretty much one voter so far, his wife, the state's junior senator, Kirsten Gillibrand, and a neighboring senator with deep ties to New York's elite, Cory Booker, are all in the race and vying for their money. Interviews with two dozen top contributors, fundraisers, and political advisors on Wall Street and beyond re revealed that while many are still hedging their butts, their bets, those who care most about picking a winner are gravitating towards Mr. Biden and Ms. Harris, while donors are swooning over Mr. Buttigieg, enough to open their wallets and bundling networks for him. These dynamics raise the prospect of growing financial advantages for some candidates and closed doors for others. So before I even get to who they're raising money from, I want to make a point. I want to make a point. Haven't we been down this road already with these faux aggressives who, you know, have nice slogans, you know, stronger together while having, you know, backroom chats with Wall Street fat cats? You know, Kamala Harris, how transparently corrupt can you be for your um, campaign slogan to be for the people, for the people, while you just did a fundraiser with a city group managing director atop their penthouse on Fifth Avenue. That is prime real estate in New York City, folks. I think she took a selfie with the managing director of Citigroup's puppy, I believe. What kind of people are you for that you're hanging out at the penthouse suite for the managing director of Citigroup? You got Joe Biden, apparently. I don't know his, I don't know his official campaign slogan, but his slogan is... Uh, make America, America again. Meaning, let's go back to just taking Wall Street's money, but I won't tweet crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. I say stuff because I don't want to be demonetized. And Mayor Pete Buttigieg, I mean, listen, I'm all for a gay president, but take out his sexuality because I don't really care. Have you ever seen a more empty vessel than Mayor Pete Buttigieg from South Bend, Indiana? By the way, go talk to the working people of South Bend, Indiana. Go talk Go talk to the African-Americans in South Bend, Indiana. Ask them what Mayor Pete has done for them. A whole lot of nothing. He has gentrified downtown and left the rest of the city to rot. But this man with 
pretty much no qualifications to be president. I'm not against somebody who's a small town mayor running for office, um, but come on. Come on, folks. I'm more qualified to be president. Oh, you know what's funny? Jen just sent me this. So we just got an email. We just got an email from Joe Biden's campaign because we're on the email list. On, two, on Tuesday, June 18th, so tomorrow, Joe Biden will attend Biden, Biden for President finest finance events in New York City, which will be pulled press. So now, bending over like a little puppy dog, bending over like a little puppy dog, saying, how high can I jump? That is called Joe Biden for President finance events. Ugh. So all of these people are, let's say it, Jen, I'm sorry, they're full of fucking shit. They're full of shit. And I know some of you don't like Elizabeth Warren. She's not my first choice. Jen's doing a story on, you know, Elizabeth Warren kind of seems like she's hedging a little bit on Medicare for All. It was on her website at one point, Medicare for All. Now it's not on her website. Now she kind of talks about it in tweets, but what she has a plan for everything. But where's your specific plan for Medicare for All? Because it's not on your website. You got a lot of plans, but Medicare for All is not on there. And she seems to be moonwalking a little bit as far as, uh, is this her ironclad, no compromise, Medicare for All like Bernie Sanders? Or is that the ultimate goal? That's the ideal. So, but let's, you know, everybody, don't be so extreme. She's not Kamala Harris. She's not Mayor Pete. And she's not Joe Biden. So I think some people are like, Bernie or nobody? Listen, I want it to be Bernie Sanders. But Elizabeth Warren is not Hillary Clinton. And I think some people make the mistake sometimes of, you know, being a little too extreme. But Kamala Harris is different. And Joe Biden is different. And Mayor Pete is different. So, you know, these people who are going out and giving speeches about the good old days of America before Trump, I mean, oh my God, they, they are fundraising this week. And I'm going to try to crash some of them. I don't know if I'll get in. I don't know if I'll get arrested. We'll see. I mean, look at this. Hamilton E. James, the executive vice chairman of Blackstone and a top fundraiser, hosted Mr. Buttigieg at his home on Thursday. No, no. The same Blackstone that whose CEO infamously said, um, despite this record, private equity types remain strong among our most arrogant and self-important plutocrats. Remember how back in 2010, Stephen Schwartzman of the giant private equity firm Blackstone compared the Obama administration's efforts to raise taxes on such firms to when Hitler invaded Poland in 1939? Yeah, that Blackstone, Mayor Pete's hanging out with Blackstone. Eh, you know, but the media, oh, Mayor Pete, he has such good one-liners. And Jimmy Fallon's hanging out with Mayor Pete. Well, Mayor Pete is hanging out with Blackstone, one of the most corrupt and terrible financial firms in the world. The same Blackstone whose CEO blames income inequality. Oh, no, no, it's not inequality. It's income insufficiency, not equality, is to blame for the widening gap between the rich and poor. Private equity titan Steve Schwartzman said on Thursday, becoming the latest billionaire to publicly worry about the issue. Oh, they're so worried. It's just like when Jamie Dimon comes out. Oh, I'm so worried about socialism. 
But I, I wasn't worried about socialism when I begged and begged and begged for a bailout. As Bernie Sanders says, they love corporate socialism. The CEO of Blackstone and former Trump advisor outlined what he called a Marshall Plan for the middle class on cable channel CNBC. Schwartzman's plan would eliminate taxes for teachers, introduce a higher minimum wage, and more technical training for people who don't go to college. Yes, because really what's causing the income inequality? It's those taxes on the teachers. It's those taxes on the teachers that are causing the income inequality. It's those taxes, you know, it, it's not enough training because I've spoken with union members who were told you just got to get retrained for the jo- you just got to get retrained for the jobs of today or the jobs of tomorrow. And they got retrained. But, oh, go figure. There are no jobs in those industries that they were told to retrain in. So I'm going to listen to Steve Blackstone, Steve Schwartzman, the CEO of Blackstone, one of the most corrupt private equity companies on planet Earth, who, by the way, was investigated for financial dealings with Saudi Arabia. But of course, nothing happened. Thank you, Maddie Perry, Dollar 99. Hey, Jordan, what's up with warmongering Elizabeth Warren? Hey, Maddie, chill out. I'm not saying I love Elizabeth Warren. There's things I don't like about Elizabeth Warren. But if you tell me, like today, today is voting day. I have Elizabeth Warren versus Donald Trump. I don't look at that as a, as a um, Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump situation. I'm not going to lie to you. And I think people that say it's the same thing are lying to you or lying to themselves. We can't be so, you know, uh, so rigid. I could understand people don't want to vote for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or or, um, this idiot, Mayor Pete. But like Elizabeth Warren on economics is fairly progressive. I don't like her on foreign policy. I don't like her missing an action on uh, endorsing Bernie. She was MIA on Standing Rock, but let's like, let's, let's not like, I don't want another four years of Donald Trump. And if I could get somebody who's progressive, if Bernie is not, if, if Bernie is not the nominee and Warren is the choice, I would vote for her. I'm not going to tell my viewers who to vote for, but I personally would. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fight her like to the, to the deaths if she starts moonwalking. So this is what sickens me because, you know, Mayor Pete, who, by the way, there was a whole scandal in South Bend. He fired the first black police commissioner there. The first black police commissioner there uh, recorded um, audio that police were saying. Mayor Pete wouldn't allow the audio to be revealed. It was it was uh, rumored that there was racial epithets, epithets said about the first black police commissioner. But now all of a sudden he's canceled his campaign events because a black man was shot and killed by the police, which I credit him. He went back to South Bend for this. He had to because he has a really, really, really bad numbers among black voters. But before that, he's doing fundraisers with Blackstone, who is the worst of the worst. Then you got Mr. Make America America again, Joe Biden who he's not even hiding it. He's not trying to get like small dollar donations. He's just trying to raise as much money as humanly possible from Wall Street scum. You know, the same Joe Biden that says, you know, it's not 500 billionaires destroying the country. You know, Wall Street, there's a, they could have a positive influence on the country, Joe Biden said 
last week. Sounds sounds a lot like Hillary Clinton saying behind closed doors, you know, I think it, I think this is all just being politicized. Your role in taking down the global financial system. I think it's I think you guys are just being persecuted. All these people lost their house. Like, why are you guys to blame? I think it's just a misunderstanding. But Joe Biden, the difference between Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden isn't trying to hide the fact that he's a servant to Wall Street. Like those were private speeches, she said, and she did not want to release those transcripts. At least Joe Biden is allowing like some press members into these lavish fundraisers so that so that we could hear him figuratively do sexual favors for Wall Street. So uh, Joe Biden, Mr. Make America America again, Mr. You know, I'm hanging on for dear life to Barack Obama and I'm just going to wrap my wrap my arms around former President Barack Obama and hope nobody looks at the crime bill. And hope nobody looks at the racist shit I've said in the past. Joe Biden doing a fundraiser with infamous short-selling hunch, short-selling hedge fund manager James Chanos tonight. Mr. Chanos, Chanos is holding an event for Mr. Biden, and Mr. Chanos, an infamous Wall Street scummy scumbucket. Mr. Chanos is very tight with New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, that bastion of progressivism. Governor Andrew Cuomo and billionaire hedge fund manager Jim Chanos are slated to join 2020 Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden in a fundraising effort in New York next month. This article is talking about the event tonight. The main stop on the former vice president's trip will be at the Upper East Side of home of Chanos, a famed short seller, and it will be there where Cuomo will introduce Biden, CNBC reported. You want to know how much the home is worth that Mr. Make America, America again? You want to know how much that home is worth? Take a guess. Just take a guess. How much is this home worth that Joe Biden is going to be uh, bending over backwards for Wall Street hedge funders tonight? James Chanos listed Upper East Side Penthouse for $34 million. Beef. Talk about making America America again. Joe Biden is having the most patriotic fundraiser imaginable at a $34 million Penthouse Upper East Side apartment. I mean, I can't think of anything more American than this. Anything more American. Ooh, I don't want to give the address. I mean, again, he's not, Joe Biden is not hiding the fact that he is transparently corrupt. He is a servant of Wall Street. When he was a Delaware senator, he was known as being paid off by the credit card companies. Thank you, George Piazza. Blackstone was Jeb Bush's biggest donor, and that's who Mayor Pete is doing fundraisers with. But you want to talk about electability? So let's just run Hillary Clinton with a penis if you're Joe Biden, or I mean, I don't know if Pete is necessarily the same as Hillary Clinton, but let's just run the same candidate who lost to an orange orangutan reality TV star, and we'll get different results this time. And I hope anyone, I hope nobody finds it uh, uh, rude, but I haven't eaten much today, and I'm starting to eat blueberries more. I hear that you live longer, I hear that it's good vitamin C, and I hear that it helps your skin. 
So I'm eating blueberries. I hope nobody minds. So let's go to For the People Kamala Harris, too. Because obviously For the People Kamala Harris, she's not hanging out with these people, is she? Do you think For the People Kamala Harris is hanging with these scumbuckets? So not to be outdone, not to be outdone by Joe Biden, by Mayor Pete. Um, and tomorrow, Mark Lassery, the hedge fund manager and co-owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, the basketball team, is gathering checks for Miss Harris. Co-hosts of that event include Blair W. Efron, an investment bank co-founder and an influential Democratic financier, and Ray McGuire, vice chairman of Citigroup. Ugh. 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 I can't. Jen, are you in the super chat? Does that scream for the people? Does that scream for for the people to you? After after taking uh I think she took a paw I think she took a handprint with the managing director of Citigroup's puppy. Uh, in her penthouse in Fifth Avenue a few weeks ago. So Kamala Harris did a fundraiser at top the managing director of uh, Citigroup's penthouse, and she either took a selfie or a paw print with her dog, I don't remember. So if she's for the people, she's definitely for the hedge funders. She's definitely for uh, the Wall Streeters. She's definitely for the people that are basically stealing the money from you. So... Now she's doing another fundraiser with Citigroup? Gee, I wonder how much money. I wonder, I wonder what Kamala Harris is going to do as president. I truly, truly wonder what she's going to do as president to regulate Wall Street. I truly, truly wonder how quickly is she going to enact Medicare for all, considering all of these banks that are giving her money are heavily invested in Big Pharma. She must be very brave. She must be telling those Wall Street bankers that she's doing fundraisers with this week. Cut it out. I told you, cut it out. Borrowing from Hillary Clinton. But you don't hear any of this on CNN. The Washington Post, no, 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 they can't be bothered. They can't do. They can't. They, they, got, they got four or five negative stories on Bernie to do a day. They cannot be bothered. And by the way, while all of this is going on, while all of this is going on, while this train wreck is going, where's my Joe Biden train? While, while this train wreck that's going to lead to four more years of Donald Trump is coming, here's reality, folks. Here is the latest IPSOS the Daily Beast slash IPSOS. Here is Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Right there, he's beating, Joe Biden is currently head-to-head -head beating Donald Trump, 46% to 35%. Pretty good margin. Oh, wait, I thought Joe Biden was the most electable. Bernie Sanders, 47% to 35%. But I'm told Bernie Sanders has no chance. I'm told... Only Joe Biden is electable. Wait a minute. I think, I, I thought you need to take Wall Street money to compete. I thought you need to bend over for Wall Street. I thought you need to bend over for fossil fuel companies. I thought you need to bend over for the financial industry. 
And these are the same numbers, by the way. These were the basically identical numbers for Bernie against Trump in 2016. Hillary was only beating Trump by four or five points in most polls. And the thing about, the thing about these polls to watch, two things. Number one, you wait. You wait until Donald Trump starts calling Joe Biden NAFTA Joe. You wait till Donald Trump starts calling Joe Biden, NAFTA Joe, TPP Joe, and all of these things. You wait till his stock starts dropping quickly, particularly in the Midwest. Because Joe Biden is the same exact record as Hillary Clinton, only worse. His record is worse than Hillary Clinton. So as Joe Biden's numbers against Donald Trump go down, and they will. I also think they're going to go down because I think Joe Biden is not a good debater. I think Joe Biden is an arrogant son of a gun. And when he's challenged on things like the crime bill, when he's challenged on things like um, welfare reform, when he's challenged on the Iraq war, when he's challenged on the bankruptcy bill, when he's challenged on anything, he's very, he's, his answers are occasionally very Trumpian because he can't admit when he's done wrong. But another element that's even more important to these polls, and I have Colin making a graphic, uh, a graphic of all the corporate media burying their heads in the sand. We'll have that for you tomorrow. Bernie is doing better against Donald Trump than Joe Biden is. And most of these polls undersample Voters under the age of 50, meaning Bernie Sanders head to head is beating Donald Trump by 12 points. And these polls don't even have an equal distribution of voters under 50 to over 50, which means Bernie Sanders, there's nothing, no one can argue against this. Bernie Sanders is the general election nominee, the Democratic nominee, would bring out the biggest and, and probably highest voter turnout among young people, among millennials, age under 50, probably since maybe the 1970s. But let's bury our head in our sand. Let's bury our head in the sand. If you're the Washington Post, what did Jennifer Rubin write? She wrote, um, you know, Totally. Oh, wait, I actually tweeted about this earlier. Let me find it. So Jennifer Rubin seems to look at these numbers. She writes about three or four negative stories about Bernie Sanders a week. Up, former Vice President Joe Biden in one-on-one -on -one matchups with President Trump. Down, Trump polling against a whole bunch of Democratic nominees. Up, the debate lineup for the second night. Down, avoiding the kiddie table. So how is it that Joe Biden is up in one-on-one -on -one matchups with President Trump, but when you have Bernie Sanders beating Trump in a wider margin in some polls than Joe Biden is, is Joe, I guess Bernie Sanders, instead of up, he's sideways? I mean, this isn't media bias, folks. These are media lies. The Washington Post is purposely lying to its audience to prop up Joe Biden. The bottom line is, Bernard Sanders is doing as well against Donald Trump 
as Joe Biden. He's not doing as well against Donald Trump like suddenly today. These are consistent polls since 2016. It hasn't moved. He's been beating Donald Trump between 10 and 15 points for three and a half years. Yet we're told he's not electable. It would be a landslide. So I kind of feel like there's some type of corporate media, shall I say, machine to stop Bernie Sanders. And I would like to see, frankly, Bernie Sanders' campaign come out a little bit more forceful against the media. I would like to see them call out the fact that the media is basically giving Joe Biden not not equal, but they're giving him a lot of free airtime based on nothing. The media doesn't even report accurately that the polls are all inflated for Joe Biden because they're barely sampling or taking, they're barely polling anyone under the age of 50. Gee, Joe Biden's beating Bernie Sanders by 20 points when you're basically polling people that are on dialysis? Go figure. No offense to anyone on dialysis.